At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Four-man rush, Fields has time, launches downfield, it's Olave, he's got a touchdown, Ohio State! A deep strike, and the Buckeyes stretch the lead again, 56 yards, wow! It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, and Ryan Horvat here on BetQL Daily. We're live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. We are one week away, one week away from the NFL draft, so we are thrilled to bring on to the show Charles Davis, analyst for the NFL on CBS, and you can find his latest mock draft. I've been uh, looking at it a whole bunch over at NFL.com. Charles, thank you so much for your time. I know it's a busy, busy couple of weeks for you here. And speaking of your mock, you do this every year for the site. How challenging has it been this year compared to previous seasons without the private workouts without not only the, the the numbers that you get at the combine, but the rumor mill and everybody out at the restaurants, just, just sharing different opinions. How different has this season been for you? I think you laid it out pretty well. It's been different for all those reasons, you know, how challenging extra, I think it just depends on how you feel and how you want to express it truthfully, <laughs> you know, Everyone's operating under the same same guidelines. Everyone knows the deal. The the gossip hasn't changed, right? The rumor mill hasn't changed. The privates, yeah, you're you're right about that. You know, you might have a an insider for one of the teams that that you're good friends with that may be able to provide you some better information. The pro days been a little bit different than it has been in the norm, just because each team's got to decide what they're doing with the times and how they're accounting for them. Is it a fast turf? Do they consider it bad? Do they consider it a slow track? You know, all those things. How much are you trusting laser timing versus hand timing? But the bottom line is, you know, like always, you go back to the tape, you trust your eyes and what you believe in a player, and that may jibe with a team and it may not. So you're right. There's been some challenge to it as far as that goes. But I think some of it we can probably do a little woe is me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I probably and I'm trying my best not to get into that part of it because remember, I'm not picking for thirty two teams. Mm-hmm. You know, those people, if they get it wrong, guess what? They're gonna try and join us. You know what I mean? They're gonna try and be on our side because right. they won't have a job if they keep getting it wrong. <laughs> they'll be they'll be posting their box for everyone to see uh next year. 
Uh, I love what you have at number four here, and I don't know if it's going to change in the next week or not, but you have the Atlanta Falcons going with the quarterback for the future. New head coach, new GM, they're going to get their next quarterback. You have them taking Justin Fields. How'd you land on that pick? Because I believe in Justin Fields' ability, talent. I think that we are in that season that you pointed out so well that, you know, we're all, you know, what's the rumor? What's this? What's that? You know, are, do we believe in this? Well, I believe what I've watched. When I've watched this kid, I believe in his toughness. I believe in his ability to move. And Arthur Smith, the new head coach, had a ton of success with the, for lack of a better term, reclamation project that was Ryan Tannehill that probably we've forgotten was a top 10 draft pick. You know, I mean, Ryan Tannehill was a number one pick and blossomed under Arthur Smith. Movement plays right? Able to get out of the pocket, able to throw off a bootleg and play action. That fits Justin Fields to a T and he's a better athlete than Tannehill is. Now don't forget Ryan Tannehill played receiver in college and did it quite well. So he's a heck of an athlete. Fields is a better athlete and bigger and and, and more powerful. So I just like that fit. And Matt Ryan is getting near that time. Brand new team, brand new head coach. It's getting near that time for Matt Ryan. And you don't have to start him right away. Matt Ryan can be your guy. But let's face it, if you take a guy at four, how long is he going to sit? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we tell that lie to ourselves every year. Hey, we're going to take a guy in the top five, and he's going to sit behind the grizzled veteran. We're going to redshirt him. He's going to learn. And by game three, he's playing. So to me, you've kind of wasted two games of development by sitting him. If you either sit him for the year or don't. Charles, it's Ross. Always great to talk with you, man. Uh, really appreciate the time. I guess I'm pulling up your mock draft right now, but I guess that means you've got this, the Niners taking Mac Jones at three, and it does. Do you Are you surprised by that? Obviously, you think that's what's going to happen. Is that what you think should happen? I don't think it should happen. I would take Fields or Lance before I would take Mac Jones. But I also understand – how these things work. We've all seen it. You know, the four of us together over the years, think to yourself, how many times have you seen a team take a player rated behind other people at his position? And you thought to yourself, that's a curious selection. But those teams believe in that guy. You know, they believe he fits their system, fits what they're doing, fits what they're coaching. And to me, this is a very specific move, if indeed it happens, by Kyle Shanahan. I don't know that it will happen. Look, remember, they went to Mac Jones's pro day, did San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, on the same day that Justin Fields had his first pro day at Ohio State. But they were also able to get Justin Fields to have a second pro day and Trey Lance to have a second pro day, which in a year like this you had to do because you couldn't have, as you pointed out, private individual workouts. So you have to have pro days, which allows everyone to come. Are we not? We're fooling ourselves if we don't think San Francisco had heavy influence on them having second pro days. That allowed them to see all of them up close, in person, get around those kids, get a sense. That's why I kept telling my colleagues, you guys, I understand the Mac Jones, I get it. And that's why I have him penciled in there, okay? But there's still an opportunity for San Francisco to go the other direction. I used two examples. Mike Tomlin was not supposed to be head coach of Pittsburgh Steelers, as you guys know. He wasn't even close to the leader in the clubhouse, right? He came way off the pace, won it in the interview, wowed him, got the job, and they've had great success. 
Urban Meyer was never supposed to coach at Notre Dame. Skip Holtz begged his father, Lou, for an opportunity to interview. And Lou told him, I've got my guy. I'm not interviewing this guy. Skip got his knees begged. He met with Urban Meyer, kicked the other guy to the curb and hired Urban Meyer and started him on his way. All I'm saying is when you spend the extra time, maybe you find out something you didn't know before. I put Mac Jones in there because that's where the tea leaves are right now, but it's not necessarily a lock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk the Bengals, Charles, at number five. You have them taking Penny Sewell. If it's quarterbacks one through four, like you laid out, Sewell, Pitts, Chase, I find that fascinating to see what the Bengals would do. Why'd you settle on Sewell over Pitts and Chase? Yeah, I'm with you, Ross. I mean, in in it's spot on because they could go and make a very strong case for Pitts, who we could make a very strong case being the best player in the draft. Right now, he's probably number two. Trevor Lawrence is going to win that battle because he's a quarterback. But overall player, you could easily see Pitts being that guy. So you give a young quarterback, a tight end like that, who's really much more of a pass catcher, and you can move him all over the place and be a weapon. You could reunite him with his guy at LSU and, and, and Jamar Chase, and that makes perfect sense as well. Because to me, guys, this is a draft where, where the Bengals are picking. If they bypass a tackle now, they could come back and get a pretty good tackle, I think, at the top of the second. And that could very well influence them. But when I hear Anthony Munoz, the legend, say, I want my team to take Panay Sewell, that, 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 that's the way to balance for me. Talking with Charles Davis, CBS, it is BetQL Daily, Ross Tucker, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. Uh, so when you evaluate Trey Lance, what do you – I don't really love player comps, but who would be a player comp for Trey Lance? Do you see some Josh Allen in him, maybe some Jordan Love? Because a lot of people out there haven't really seen a whole lot of Trey Lance, but on some of these mocks we see him going as high as fifth, sixth, and then you know some late teens, early 20s, and uh, even in the second round. Yeah, I've, I've totally – for me, it's totally Josh Allen. And I would have him rated well ahead of Jordan Love coming out if they were in the same class, the whole deal. I mean, this kid fascinates me, guys, because the size, the build, the speed, the ability to run the football, throwing it. And I use the Josh Allen for a lot of the same reasons that they all had to go through. Josh Allen coming out of high school wasn't recruited. Trey Lance coming out of high school was recruited, but told by the bigs, what? Linebacker safety, we'd love you there. So they had to prove themselves. Both of them went to schools off the beaten path. 
I know North Dakota State's a power, but they're not a power in, you know, the traditional sense, right? They're power in one double A. Had to prove themselves that way. Both of them doubted. And what's what's crept into the narrative that I've heard that surprises me a little is accuracy with Trey Lance. I thought the accuracy issue was much more a legitimate conversation with Josh Allen. But okay, let's throw that in there too if you want to. We've seen Josh Allen improve and do things that we never thought quarterbacks would do. Would he improve 16 percentage points from year one to year three? That's almost unheard of. Yeah. Trey Lance, to me, could be transformative like that as well. And for me, Lawrence is the clear number one, but Lance is the one that excites me the most. And then I saw in your mock, uh, the ninth pick, you have the Broncos going with Parsons. In your opinion, who is the defensive player in this draft that'll make a difference right away, like week one? Who's the best defensive player in this draft, in your opinion, any position? Well, well, to me, Parsons has that ability because, like a Dante Hightower, when he was with New England, you can use him inside, you can bring him off the edge and rush the passer, drop him into coverage if you need to, he runs like a deer. He can be that type of a player. It'll probably more likely be one of those corners because you plug them in right away, and if they have ball skills, they get their hands on the ball maybe a little bit more, whether that's a Sertan, whether it's a J.C. Horn. To me, Caleb Farley's the best one, but the back injury probably knocks him down a little. I think someone's going to get a steal because he may slide down the draft board a little bit. But one of those guys is probably it. I think the edge rushers are really good, but I don't think that they are exceptional as a group this year. Does that make sense? And the guy I like the best is Jalen Phillips, but his injury history is going to scare the heck out of some people because of the concussions and the other things, and he had to quit football for a while. But Mm -hmm. last year I saw the twitchiest, bendiest, fastest guy off the edge. I like him the best out of all the pass rushers, Mm -hmm. but I can understand why someone would want to quit he pay, a bigger, stronger body, guy with no injury history, that sort of a deal. Charles, uh, one of the debates going on with, with a lot of people, and something that you can actually bet on, is the tied teammates, the wideouts, Waddle and Devontae Smith. Where are they going to go? And you have them going back-to-back at 11 and 12. Uh, was that a tough call for you? It, it was, and it's a very difficult call because, you know, what's your flavor on it? Waddle coming off of the ankle. Remember, Waddle was the feature guy before he got hurt, and then, of course, Devontae Smith took over and won the Heisman. And did it when coverages were kicked towards him, and he still found his way open. You guys remember when Marquise Lee was in school at USC? Yeah. Remember that monster year he had, I think his sophomore year? I went back and looked at his numbers from that season. They are almost identical to Devontae Smith. I think their catches, the number of catches is separated by one. is like 117 and 118. The yardage is very similar. The touchdowns decided in Devontae Smith's favor. But they are a similar build except you know he's bigger like a darn almost everyone's bigger especially after the latest weigh in for Devonte smith but i wonder if some of that is the finger and the recovery and maybe not spending enough time in the weight room because he had to recover and couldn't do it but still he's not going to be a big big guy but he is tough as nails but for me waddle with the explosion ability to run just a little bit better i think that may entice people to to grab him first but we'll see Charles, you have Najee Harris going uh, 24 to the Steelers. Um, I know that there are a lot of people that think they should go O-line instead of running back, and you even talked about that, but you still think Harris is worth it. 
Yeah, and 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 the reason I went there, Ross, and, and, and you're exactly right. Look, you know, I think I, as you noted, I popped it into my little comments column there. They will go O line. They're going to have to. Okay, they're rebuilding in so many ways, and they need people to 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 get them back to being the Steelers. You know, we had them last year, and Ross, you cover them as well. And remember, remember when Mike Tomlin talked probably around week 12, 11, 12, he's like, we got to get back into the lab and get this running game going. Mm-hmm. Well, in today's football, getting into the lab, how are you going to do it? You're not having contact during the week, right? <laughs> you, you remember how we used to do it old school. And I'm not saying that this is better or worse, but to get your running game going when things weren't happening, what would they do? They put the pads on. Get a little nine on seven going, right? They do all those things. Well, you can't do it in today's ball. You only have so many days of contact. So they had to kind of live with what they had. I think their training camp's going to be tough. But Najee Harris, the reason I put him there, he reminds me of Franco Harris. Build, size, ability to run the ball inside. Franco didn't have to catch it a ton. I went back and looked at his numbers. But they didn't play ball that way. I mean, you're Pennsylvania guy, Ross. You remember the old Steelers. Franco and Rocky would run it, and Terry would throw it deep downfield to to Lynn Swan and to to John Stallworth. I mean, that was kind of how it went. And I don't want to make it overly simplistic, but back then you threw to her. You weren't throwing much ball control West Coast with those guys. But yeah. Franco could catch it when you threw it to him, and Najee can catch it very well. So you start with him and come back in rounds two, three, four, whatever, and start accumulating linemen. Charles Davis, analyst for NFL on CBS. Check out his mock that we've been discussing here at NFL.com. Thank you so much, Charles. Enjoy next Thursday. Uh, Plenty to react there. We're going to continue with the NFL Draft Talk on the BetQL Audio Network.